This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. We've we've done this the sefer we've done many times. Sifse Chaim is Rav Chaim Friedlander was Rav Desla's great Talmud. He was Mashkir and Panovich, and had a remarkable ability to give over many deep ideas in a way that's understandable to someone without all that experience. He was Nifter, a young man in his late fifties, and this is this shmuz was said a few months literally before he passed away. Um, and I guess it speaks in some ways to, to, to who he was. Um, if we ask ourselves for a theme of Hanukkah, so if we take a look in the Nusach Sfarad people, they say he wrote before Hadlogsen has Hanukkah. I mean, they say he wrote before anything, but they, they have especially he wrote before Neres Hanukkah from the Bnei Yisascha. And the um, and the, the first the, the nusach that stands out <coughs> most um, the, the point that starts almost immediately is we should be zocha to have the kavanis that the kohanim gedolim had when they were being mosenefish uh, in Hanukkah. You know, it was being mosenefish. Basically, it was a battle that they went in to Dal Kiddush Hashem. The Bach, he'll bring it later, also he speaks about, they, they, they use a turn of phrase, Asheheru nafsham lomus. They risked their lives, or it's a, it's a passing Tanakh, they poured their lives out, like Iri. They poured their lives out in Mrs. Nefesh. Um, in, the, in the Varadaki Yeshiva, which was a Yeshiva that, in Europe, that worked a lot on themselves in the Midos, the month before Hanukkah was always dedicated for Mr. Nefesh. So, so the theme is Mr. Nefesh. Um, the problem is Mr. Nefesh is either very, very trite. You know, I think I will come for Shachar sometime. I'm going to do great Mr. Nefesh and come at 9 o'clock. Um, you know, Mr. Nefesh will come to us anything we do. There's one of the great Hasidic Shabbal Avoida, the Ramosh Midnay, was a son of a Hasid two generations ago. He once walked into a shul and he heard Balabatim speaking. And he said, Rabbi, said, let me clarify for you. The word Mr. Nefesh is translated as giving up your life. You know, as far as Mr. Nefesh is, any, any, any little inconvenience. Mr. Nefesh means giving your life. It's, it, it, we're talking about the greatest step a person can do. So Mr. Nefesh is something that's extremely demanding. I mean, HaKadosh Baruch Hu tests only one in many generations, thank God. It's not something we anticipate or in, in any way, Be'ez Hashem. So, so what does it mean we would work on Mr. Nefesh? How do we emulate? Just saying that Mr. Nefesh means if it's hard, it's a little bit Mr. Nefesh, doesn't quite do it justice. Um, you know, the, it, hardship is a big continuum, and it's hard to say there's a particular point which is as difficult to give up your life. How do you describe it? That's really a, a point that um, he's going to address over here. So he's going to start with a Gemara in Brachis, on, on, on Lamed Aleph. What I'll do is, he, the, 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 the words that are in dark um, print are the words of the Gemara, and he explains it. We're going to skip the explanation. I'll explain it orally, but we'll, we'll just go through the Gemara. There's the Gemara in Brachis. Amler of Papa Labaya. If Papa asked Labaya the following, Maishna Rishonim Disrachis Lunisa. 
why is it that the early generations merited having miracles? They would, Akash Baruch would do miracles for them. And for us, we don't see Akash Baruch does miracles for us. If it's because they were more learned than us, Rev Yehuda, who was that generation of, of people that he's referring to, they would learn maybe one-sixth of Shas. They would only be able to learn one part of, of the Gemara, one-sixth of it, a very, a very, very difficult, deep ones, but certainly um, a percentage. Vanan Shisha Sidre. We learn the entire Shas. We learn all six um, parts of Shas. And, and that's, so that's as far as how much ground they covered. We today cover a lot more ground and know a lot more than they did. Secondly, when Rabbi Yehuda would get to a certain Mishnah, I see here, I, I know that there's a lot of complicated stuff, and that was about it. In other words, they weren't able to really get into the nitty-gritty. Whatever it was, they, they, they didn't have that capability. Vanan and we come as books and place them as sifter. We have tw- um, 13 different <coughs> ways of approaching it, and, and we're so much better than them. And yet, so we so much more, we learn so much more Torah and so much more greater depth. And yet, the Ilum, skip down a whole bunch of times, the next dark lines, Reb Yehuda, in the old days, when a person, when the person sat at a tainus, they would take off the shoes, like it was a, um, like we do on Tisha B'Av. It was a sign of tsar, and as soon as he would take off one shoe, rain would come immediately. Vanan, komitzarina nafshin, we fast and fast and daven and daven, no one answers. So he posed the question, if it's really about merit um, that we have, look at the difference. They, they, their learning was a fraction of our learning, both in quantity and in depth, and yet when, when, when they davened, as soon as they started, they would be answered. And for us, we're not answered. That was, so Rev Papa asked Abaya, what's the difference, those generations that, that were fortunate to have miracles and us not? Omale, so Abaya replied to him, The previous generations would give up their lives a Kiddush Hashem. We don't. So we don't have an example yet because obviously the people who that we're talking about were still li- were living because they davened for rain. So what exactly? So he gives an example. Now the story itself is something that someone did that the Gemara finds fault with, or he himself, and yet it exemplifies his nefesh. And he'll explain why. He says, "Kihodrev Ada Ba'ava Chazali Kusis Dechus Levisha Kavalusa He saw a non-Jewish woman with a big red shawl, something which was not sneistic, something which she shouldn't be wearing. In other words, it, it, I mean, she was not Jewish. It didn't make a difference, but he, he thought she was Jewish, and he felt that she, she had on some sort of, over a coat of some sort, 
that's that's not um, appropriate. Come karamine, um, so he took it off. Igloy milsedikuzisi, so all of a sudden he realized uh, she wasn't even Jewish. Shemu barba meizuzit, and Bezdin required him to pay a huge amount for embarrassing her. Amalek, so he told her kind of very ruefully, Mashmech, what's your name? Amalek, she said, Mussen. The word Mussen means calm, deliberate. In other words, um, the exact opposite of what he did. Amalek, he told her, Mussen, Mussen, Dal Shavia. There's a play on the words. Being a little more calm would have saved me 400 Suzy. That's the story. So, first, before we go further, one thing in the Gemara is the Gemara will bring us a story and show us what's laudatory about it and what we ought to criticize. He had acted impulsively. He had acted in a way that, without thinking, and it costed him. It was the money. is just a reflection of the fact that he had done wrong. And he said himself that, you know, I had acted too much impulse. And yet the Gemara brings this as the example of Messir Snefesh which allowed, which, which it, 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 it sort of was the, 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 the example of the type of Zesnefesh that allowed the HaKadosh um, Baruch the, to answer with Nisim. What exactly is that? And that's the point that he's going to speak about. So he's going to basically um, give us two understandings of what Messir's Nefesh might be, not in the context of actually giving up your life. I'll call upon him. This is the paragraph on the next page, Alamed Beis, with the two lines, Mesir Snefesh HaKiddush Hashem, HaMepaz HaSatzmo. I'll call upon him. This sugya does teach us how to, um, how to define Mesir's Nefesh. And he quotes Rashi here. Rashi asks, What's, what's, where, how does this Gemara bring in this, um, this story to what's there before? Gemara tends to be a free-ranging um, discussion, but there's, you know, so sometimes you go from point to point, but there's, there's usually a connection. So Rashi explains over here, the Gemara before spoke about if a person is walking the street and they realize they're wearing shotness, they need to take off the garment immediately. And even though it's extremely, extremely uncomfortable, it's, 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 it's humiliating terribly, but my time, the Gemara says, There is no, nothing stands in the way of doing what's right. Any place where there's Chil Hashem, your own covet has to take a back seat. Kloma. So in a place where there's a chil Hashem, you don't care about your own personal dignity, and you have to sacrifice that. So he says, "Vehai milsam." Skipping down two or three lines. Inyan zeshem says nefesh nokar hacha, mishum demayrin shemoisin nafshak tus Hashem, var hashta ayrinami b'mishem evazas tus Hashem livshkan mishuk. So Rashi says, in the flow of the Gemara, in the case, in the halachic case that's listed first, and in this story that happened, 
I have the common thread between the two. Both of them deal with a negation of your own personal dignity in a place where you felt as Chilashem. So what we see from Rashi is that our first example of mysterious nefesh, not in the literal sense of being killed, being robbed of your dignity, is something that is called mysterious nefesh. As an aside, and he will try a little bit better, there's a halacha in Staka. There's a fascinating halacha. Um, there's a question of when you're giving out food for needy people or you're giving out um, clothing. There's a question of for one of the two, you give without asking questions. For the other one, you, you, you investigate if the person is really needy or not. And the Gemara has two Lashonos, which is which. We would assume that food is something, listen, first thing, eat. And the Gemara says clothing, dignity, is something on par with a human need as food. And it's not clear which is which. Okay, next. Why is it that when a person foregoes his honor and, and allows himself to be humiliated, is that called Mr. Nefesh? So he says, Etzem Nefesh Adam. If we're to ask ourselves, who am I? So the, the I is not only the physical self, it's your emotional self, which is measured in terms of dignity, honor versus dishonor and, 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 and zealous, um, being humiliated. When you, when you offend somebody's dignity, you humiliate him. He feels wounded deep inside. Horaya, and this is the best proof is, there are many times people who, they felt that their dignity had been compromised and, and they gave up their lives. He wasn't missing after the Chosna Dava, wasn't missing anything. He had money, and when they humiliated him, he was still physically alive, but he couldn't live any longer. Had he lost his wealth, and, and I will nuance this, when a person loses his wealth, there are two elements in play. One is our needs are, 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 may not be met. I may not have enough money for shelter, for food, and so on. But for many people, um, if they only measure themselves by their wealth, then their self is gone. He's talking about the first one. So you could, if you lose the, your physical needs, a person can, can be very upset. A person can, it, it can be down. But he'll be able to somehow um, survive. But when, if you hurt somebody sufficiently, humiliate him, the person feels that his very essence has been compromised. <laughs> and he no longer feels it. So here we have our first example 
of something which is dear to a person as much as his life. Nimtza, shehakovot hu atzmi yisnefesh adam achshuv A person's covet is his self. Ule itim avchashuv lo mekol, even more than anything else. Deine machayim atzmo. Vikashe adam mivazes atzmo. When a person is willing to humiliate himself, and, and he gives up, he's willing to negate his own covet, his own covet, and, and before HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to do what's right. So the first, so let's, I guess, bring some point. Um, we have many, many nisyonos. Um, we have many tests and difficulties in keeping um, a Jewish lifestyle when we're in the world outside. So let's take example some like kashris. So one thing is it's not always easy to find kosher food. A second thing is it is it's expensive many times. Um, so those are those are nisyonos. Um, those are tests. But for a lot of times, our strongest test comes. Because we don't want people to think we're weird. We're sitting around with people and everybody's eating and I'm sipping a Diet Coke. And people, so okay, I can eat beforehand, I can stuff myself to the gills beforehand so that I'm not hungry. But everybody is saying, you know, I, I thought Jack is, is, is a normal guy. I mean, what's this thing? Hey, Jack, what's this thing about the, the, the you know, well, it's complicated to explain, some about pigs, some that. You know, I, I thought more of you. And, and whether or not people verbalize it, um, but that's what we feel. Um, everything about it, if, you know, if it, 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 it's a certain type of a sense of people looking down at you. The, um, you know, and, and, a, and a, a healthy human being is built to be sensitive to it. Yes, some people couldn't care less. Um, I once told some, somebody was Chassidish man was in Berkeley campus once, and I asked him, "You must have felt so out of place with Chassidish Shreimel on the bush in Berkeley." He says, "No, I felt very much at home because everybody else was wearing stuff much more weird than that." So the, this, this actually, this actually was more from the more normal Levushim that they wore. But when a person is with respectful people, and he's expected, he would, he, and and. And he has a sense that people don't think much of him. It's it's difficult. And any time a person gives up some of that. I, I, I once spoke to somebody, a, a tremendous person. He's a very wealthy person. He supports a lot of Torah institutions. And he and, and he's a person who's called upon a lot to give money for a lot of different things. And he said, you know, I, I believe I do a lot of good things. And I, you know, I Try my heart to give as much as I can. This person does give very generously in many places. But he said, you know, there's one thing, one schus I don't have. He says, it's the schus of the Rosh Hashivas that humiliate themselves knocking on door to door. So when someone comes and knocks on my door and I give him money, so fine, I'm giving him money, I'm supporting it. But, but, but the, 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 the discomfort of having to ask, as mechubedik as, as, as it is, it's still uncomfortable. And being mevazi yourself, is sort of humiliating yourself from going to door to door, is something that he has. It says Yecheskel ben Buzi, the, the prophet was called ben Buzi because he, he, he humiliated himself for Torah. So giving up dignity, 
giving up what you feel is your dignity, that's giving up self. And then he continues. The Gemara is just trying to show how much he couldn't care less. Rev. Adabava was a refined person. And he knew that people would, after he did it, he knew that people would think he's whacked out. And he, he, he says, If, if a chashamir goes over and he tears off the, the, the coat, he knows, he knows very well what people think of him. And even though it was a mistake, it was wrong, he should have been much more calm and relaxed and so on. But the Gemara says, and look, skip down a few lines. Dafka mikan rom as God Messias Nefesh, Lazar Bor, Mizrav, Kashur. A person who thinks, what is he thinking? If, I, if, I'm, if somebody tells me to do something and it's not so comfortable, so what's going through my mind is me or him? It, it, should I do it? It's very uncomfortable. But if you jump to do it, and he quotes a Gemara, the Gemara says that. Um, the, the major says that Avram ran to, to put the saddle on the donkey when he went up for the Akeda. So, so Chazal say he didn't have servants, but it says when a person really cares about something, he doesn't look for protocol. He does. And, and what the Gemara is showing over here is that he, had, he didn't think twice about his, his dignity. He ran and jumped and did it because he, if he felt something's a chil Hashem that somebody walks around so not sanua, he, he, didn't, he couldn't think because that's how much his own dignity didn't count in the face of it. There's a fascinating Rambam. The Rambam speaks about the mitzvah of being besimcha on yantiv um, and, and, he, and he extends it to general concept of simcha. He talks about dancing, in, in dancing in 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 um, like the Beis Hamikdash, dancing Sheva, and he says a person who doesn't allow his dignity to to he doesn't allow his dignity to bend itself in the face of Hakadosh Baruch Hu is doing something wrong. In other words, a, a hush of a person, um, an elderly hush of a person. Dancing like a kid doesn't, doesn't feel right. It's kind of undignified. So he brings the story with Michal, Shaul's daughter, and David HaMelech. When they brought back the Oren, so David HaMelech went and he started dancing. And, and David HaMelech started dancing like a young child would dance when, something, when he got something back, that, when he got something that was a tremendous gift. And she was not happy. Pardon the pun, she was a princess, a Jewish princess, literally. <laughs> and she was kind of upset. And she said, when he came in, she said, David, it must be a very, very special day that somebody who's the king of Israel um, is dancing like a jester, like a court jester. It must be something very special. And he turned to her and he said, I was a nobody. And I am a nobody. And in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I have no self. That's basically what he said. I'm summing up the words what he said. Um, the, and, and, and the Raman brings that as, as the paradigm 
What does it mean I have dignity in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Who am I? It, it, it's something that, that you know, I, it, I, I, am, I, I am meant to be bottle. I, I'm, I'm, I'm nothing before Hashem. And, and so the first type of activity that a person can do that we would call Mrs. Nefesh because Mrs. Nefesh is not only how hard it is, it's what am I giving up? Am I giving up something that's me or merely something that's mine? Covet is in, a, in the deeper sense, not, not, not just the thrill of somebody saying nice things about you, but your own dignity at some point becomes you. And a person being able to give that up is Mr. Nefesh. One. The next one, he, he explores a second area that we would say is, is close to that. Yesh Levaya Bederk no Sefes, it's right at the end of Lamed Gimel on the bottom. As in Yemrasen of Shaykh Dush Hashem. Nefesh Mashmausa Gamratsen. The word Nefesh in Hebrew also means will, desire. Like it says in the Pasuk, we just saw, Im Yeshes Nafshechem. Ubir, Lamedalit, Amud Lamedal, Rashi Ritzonchem. When he told him, Im Yeshes Nafshechem Nikvas Mesi, the word Nafshechem means will. Kloma, Imatem Rotsim. Nimza, Shemesirus Nefesh, Hainem Mesirus, Rotsen, Ubitula, Etzenesh, Let's talk a little bit about this um, concept over here. Um, <coughs> when um, let's let's take an example of a a um, a child with a parent, or sometimes a spouse and a spouse. A person wants to do something. Whatever a person wants, X, Y, or Z, and somebody of authority tells him no. So so let's go through a scenario. A child wants to go and I don't know do something now, some activity, and the parent tells him no. And a child explodes and throws a tantrum. So, we, so somebody will tell the child, I mean, we'll try to reason, not, not, not a very, very clever move, but it, he'll have the following conversation. Tell me something. Do you really think going to your friend is worth this type of language and activity and tantrum vis-a-vis your parents? So you might throw attention, but you also that that's you know that's that not a but but let's let's think about it. let's let's really think about it. Really, what's happened is I can't be in a situation where when 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 I want something and somebody is specifically toward my desire and want it it's it's almost. When somebody tells you you can't eat this, let's say a spouse says you shouldn't eat this, you can't eat this, it usually gets us upset. And the reason is because somebody is, is, is taken over and, and, and has become a, a boss on my rutzel. It's not because the ice cream or the carrot or whatever it is is so, it's, it, it's so desired. And again, if someone will ask us, as adults, we have to answer rationally. Someone will ask us, so is the ice cream worth your marriage or not? And, and the answer is, it's not the ice cream. I don't want to be controlled. When I want something, I want to be the boss if I get it or not. The core of a person's rutzel is called nefesh because itself. A person, lo aleinu, Who's who's in who, who's in jail? It's, so 
it's not comfortable, it's not easy, it's embarrassing, humiliating. But what is the punishment of jail? It is that you have no say over what you want is irrelevant. And the fact that someone is controlling what you get and what you don't get, and even if it's, even if it's objectively comfortable or you know, decent, it does make a difference. That, that it, it is, it, in a certain sense, it goes to the heart of what a person is, and a person won't tolerate that. So if we take, look for a second part of a personality, of, of, within a person's, an element within a person's personality that stands close to self, it would be Rotson. And that's why we get this type of enraged badafkas. So he says, Nimza, Shemesirus Nefesh, Haina Mesirus, Harotson, or Bitula il Rotson Shalzbar. So Mesirus Nefesh means a person gives up his will. The Achen, Besherish Hadava, Mesirus Nefesh before Mesirus Harotson, Dava Echadheim. And really, if you think about it, when a person gives up his life, it's because a person's strongest wish, a person's strongest desire is to live. And therefore, any time a person is giving up his self and the things he wants, the things that he really wants, um, that is also Messias Nefesh. Let's take a look next paragraph. The Gemara says... Um, the Gemara brought this. The Gemara Sanhedrin brings this Gemara, and um, the 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 brings the same thing. And the Gemara says that the point was not that there were mice and nefesh. The Gemara has a different phrase to describe what happened. wants our heart. So the Pashtup Shad is it's some sort of kavana. Something where Kaddish Baruch wants we should think about what we're doing. It doesn't quite seem to fit the story. I mean, they were sitting and learning. I'm sure the Kavanas were right. So he has a little bit of a different understanding of the word Libabai. Not so much that he wants you to do it with Kavana. I'm sure that when Rabbi Huda learned and everything and so on, he was learning with, with full Kavana and so on. But rather what he means is that a person gave over his heart which is the seat of what a person wants and is. Uh, our actions are periphery, peripheral to who we are. And what HaKadosh Baruch wants more, the actions are just a gateway to get to the heart of a person. And when somebody does something that, is the, 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 that goes to the heart of the person, that's called Mr. Nefesh. Next paragraph, Laman Hay. He says, why, don't, why when we refer to an act of, of Kiddush Hashem, we don't call it Mesir Nefesh. The colloquial is Mesir Nefesh. The Gemara calls it, they gave their lives. But the title in Halacha and the title in, in describing is called Kiddush Hashem. So he says, Kiddush Hashem, when, when we are able, what a person is doing when he does Kiddush Hashem really is not that the person is foregoing something, sacrificing something. Because that's really impossible. There's no way I can sacrifice myself for something. It has to be that I understand that 
my core is a Baruch Hu. Kiddush Hashem means that a Baruch Hu shines out as the real rut zone of me. That what I want more than anything else is Kiddush Hashem. Adam HaMoyse Nafshoi Vinar Kiddush Hashem Pirush HaDava Shemivat Al Chaim Shalom and he's giving and 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 he's he's giving up his life. The ain mechira she yokem idayl adam kedas chayav, and 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 there's no, I mean there's no no price in the world that I wouldn't pay for my life, and yet lachain adam vatar chayav umoses nafshu garotz hashem ispar, ari mochiach bekan shumaimin vechode bechreach shalemoras shachay adam im erech nalamoid mikomokum yesh erech nalamikol gavua mal gavua v'shem zotzei. So there is no such thing as giving up my life for anything else. There's nothing within my frame of existence that can compare to my life. And the Pasuk in Eof says, a person will give everything to save his life. If I give it up for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then somewhere what I'm expressing is that the core of my essence is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And, and, and the fact that my outer neshama is, it gives itself up for my inner neshama. That's that's what 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 Kiddush Hashem is. And then he explains in the next one why in the in the Masnav So what is the parallel? Well, we, we understand that 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 when a person does something that's a great schus, it causes something equivalent. It's going to be some sort of schar or or a reaction from Hakadosh Baruch Hu that's going to be equivalent. Yesh lehavin. Why indeed, when a person is most nefesh, is a miracle the appropriate response? So he explains the parallel like this. Let's, let's look at two things that are parallel. This world has a body. The body of this world are all of the laws of physics in aggregate. Everything about this world is this world. And we explore it to quote unquote its its core, to the physical core of the world, and we never we never get past that. That's called nature. Those are the natural laws, and it, there is nothing more than that. Let's look at a person and his psyche. A person is self self preservation, um, desire to live, desire to survive. That's what a person is. When a person makes the move and says. Yes, on the psychologist's couch, I'm dating myself because they still have couches nowadays, on the psychologist's couch, the furthest I can get, nature takes me to a desire to survive and to exist. But this person just showed that there's something there beyond that, that transcends it, that my very core is a rotsen for Kaddish Baruch Hu's essence to manifest itself. That's, that's his heart of his neshama. So I've succeeded in breaking that shell of, of, of nature, of human nature, to reveal a divine spark in it. So the same thing happens 
globally. HaKadosh Baruch Hu breaks the, that, the cracks that shell of nature to show that really it's a divine spark that, that, that um, is, is holding everything together and we can break the shell and out comes a nace. So it's more than just a, a nace. It's fascinating because if we think about it, Esther, the Megillus Esther was earlier than Hanukkah by quite a few years. It still was, it still sort of straddled the first base of Migdash. And yet the miracles were hidden miracles. There was nothing there in the Megillah that was supernatural. It, it, it was a very fortuitous turn of events and the, and the Hashgacha we see through, you know, through, through the, um, how it played itself out. But, but, but there's nothing there miraculous. So one would expect that by, when Hanukkah came around, the, you know, by that time there certainly were no miracles. And yet, um, in Hanukkah we have an incredible miracle, a miracle that goes to the heart of, of nature, of where, where quantity does make a difference and, and something can light for, for eight times as long as supposed to. And, and yet, so, so why did it? How was it that miracles could surface at so late a point in our history? And the answer is because it was a special schus. When they showed, when they transcended their own physical self, then as parallel to that, HaKadosh Baruch Hu transcended the physical things of the world. And, and I think in, in many ways, let's just finish. Then we'll, um, so he says, Ka'ama, the, the, the last paragraph of This distinction between, between doing what's right because it's wonderful versus doing what's right because that's the core of your being, that was what the Gemara tells us was the difference between previous generations and our generations. Kayemis Efsharus, Kefia Gemara The Gemara could say, uh, the Gemara tells us it's possible that a person is a Talmud Chacham, a very big Talmud Chacham, knows everything is deep, <coughs> is, is extremely accomplished, but he's missing this core point of Messias Nefesh. And it's not because he was <coughs> anything wrong, it's just that the person, I mean, he didn't need to sacrifice anything to study, to learn. Maybe it wasn't so easy, but he was able, he's bright, he had, he had the, the, the opportunity to do it, and he did it, and he likes it. Or maybe other reasons. And, and therefore, he says, and therefore there's no, there is no proof that, this is, that, that what he's doing, so even though this person sat and studied day and night and was a very accomplished Hamakachim, but there was nothing in it that showed Mr. Snefers. There's nothing in it that showed that it transcended something. I once heard, I had, I had a, a big person, his name was Moshe Weintraub, um, he was from the very harsh people from the Mir, who had come over after the war, and I would learn with him. I mentioned it in my mother's life. I'd learned with him for, for a while as a young person. I, I would learn twice a week with him. Very, very big time, Chacham, very special person. Um, so he once told me that in, in Europe he learned in, in a yeshiva called Baranovich, which was Rabbi Hanuwasman's yeshiva. That was the yeshiva for young people, like from bar mitzvah age, 
um, for about five or six years, a little bit after Red Stage, 14, 15, till about 20 or so, and then they would go on to big yeshivas like Demir and so on. And it was extremely intense. And, and he told me once he described to me the difference. He had gone to both. And he said, I learned tremendous, with tremendous asmad in both places. In terms of time, um, I, I put in basically as many hours in both. But in Baranovich, he said, there was nothing else but the learning. There, wasn't, I, I, there was no breathing. There was all, that, it occupied 100% of my mind. It wasn't like that when I was older. I, I, it's not, it, I can't measure it in, in terms of, of, of hours. I measured in terms of, was there, was there anything else in my being? He, the way he started was, in the lunch, we didn't have time to breathe. It was only learning. And, and, and it was more, it wasn't, it, it, they, you know, they ran a, 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 a tight ship, but it had a lot to do with his own, you know, that, that, was, that was the nature of, of a younger boy that had that type of, you know, tremendous desire and ambition. Let's see one more point here, and then, um, so he, he brings here, and I'll, I'll, I'll say it outside, he brings a piece from the Goyen son. We say, Na'aritzcha <coughs> v'nakdishcha. That's, what, that's the standard Nusach in, in, in Kedusha, depending on Nusach Sfarad, you say it all the time, Nusach Ashkenaz, you say it in, in Musaf. The word Maktishim, we know what it means, to sanctify, um, at least we know how to translate the word. Na'aritz, let's, let's, let's translate the word the way he translates it. He says, <coughs> the word Aritz, in modern Ivrit, properly means a dictator, a tyrant, somebody that leaves you no room for yourself. And you can use it as a noun, <coughs> you can use it as an adjective, a ritzut. Um, means we accept you totally. In other words, Akarish Baruch Hu is our total essence. And then we can say, Nakdishcha, the God's son says. In other words, we, to, you can't say you can't sanctify Kaddish Baruch Hu without negating yourself. If there's if there's me and 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 and, and I beautify Kaddish Baruch Hu, say nice things to Kaddish Baruch Hu, that's not Kedusha is not Shiras and Shispachos. It's this type. It's 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 a, it's like the word Kiddush Hashem, and he brings um, the last line here. V'chein Hanaviim, he says. If a prophet was trying to tame prophecy and he wasn't getting anywhere, they would cast off every desire and every want until their heart became solely imbued with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that's when they would get prophecy. So let's wrap it up. But, um, he brings the Bachle that I mentioned before, but l- let's wrap up the point he says. So Hanukkah, in, even though it's, it's the last Yantiv, it's, it's, it's only rabbinic, um, it has in itself <coughs> certain points that are really incredible in terms of what it demands of us, um, what, what, what it commemorates. It commemorates a group of people that were ready to throw everything away because a life that's not, um, a life that's lived betumah 
in, 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 with the Greek, with the pagan gods, with a defiled temple, is not a life. The Mitzvah was an expression, not paying a great price, but ex- it's demonstrating <coughs> what is the most important thing to me. Mr. Snefesh means that a person is able to express through deed that his panemius is all about Kodesh It can be done, you know, if, if, if the time comes, Hashem should save us from it, where a person has to literally do it. But he gives us two other areas that emotionally offer us um, that type of difficulty. One is dignity. Our sense of dignity, being humiliated, um, b- being in, in a situation where we feel very uncomfortable. And if we're doing the right thing, we need to understand how special that moment is. When I have to do something that I really don't feel, if, if, if let's say I'm in a situation like that where let's say people look at me as being strange or weird or whatever it is, the question is not, well, is it worth, I mean, I could nibble at this, I could do that, and that, and the other thing. <coughs> this is Mr. Snefish. Yes, it's not as grand as, as, as you know, being burnt to death like Hashem, but, but it's a piece of self, dignity, and, 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 and kavod is, 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 is a piece of self. No, no two ways about it. One. Two. Sometimes we really, really want to do something. And, you know, a person... Let, let's, let's take an example. It sounds silly, but it, it's, it's, it's an example that's um, perfectly legitimate. A person had his heart and mind set on going away on a, on a vacation, two-day vacation, a half a day somewhere, something like that. He really had his heart set on it, and he's been waiting a year for it. And then something comes up that needs him for for inyanim, for a chesed for somebody. Something needs to be done. Really, really needs him. What upsets us is that we have a sense of giving everything, like nothing left for yourself. <clears throat> the sense of even this tiny drop of self not anymore, that, that's, that's something that um, bothers us. It's, never the, it's not the ice cream, it's the idea that I have one thing I want and I don't have that either. It, it, it's something that across the range, in Ben Haver a lot of times, the things that irritate us are not, um, it's not even big things, but it's like when we feel not even this, like, like that's something, thank you very much, thank you. <clears throat> um, when we have a sense that not even that, and a person gives up that rotson, so, so let a person at least understand that what he's doing here is giving up something very dear to him. I, I want to use uh, an analogy, not uh, the event, but something that is um, that sort of as a picture gives us the same flavor. It says David Melch was very thirsty <laughs> when, when, when he was battling, and his three great warriors went with great Mrs. Nefesh in a very dangerous place. It was under fire. And they brought him water. And he said, water that was brought to me with, um, with, with the, the risk of life is not water, it's blood. And it needs to be poured out Baruch Hu, as a carbon. Those situations in life, and specifically those two areas, areas where we feel <clears throat> we have to... Um, let there are times when somebody makes uh, a, a, um, when I have to keep quiet, a person is humiliating me, I have to keep quiet because there's nothing I'm going to say that's right 
And, and it, it, you know, and, and I suffer humiliation of not answering a person, knowing that if I would answer, I would say what I shouldn't say, whatever it is, whatever the situation is. Or when a person has, when somebody wants or needs something and it means taking away, like this is, this is my last piece of time, this is this, this is that, this is what I wanted. If we look at it in a different light, then we have a very different sense of it. The ultimate thing a person does, and it's not a sacrifice, I showed it as something to me that the, the, the naritzcha is the, is, 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 the, is the introduction to naktishcha. When a person is able to say, but all that exists is what's right and what's good, and the Baruch Hu, so a person shows within himself a, a spark of beyond nature. And Bez Hashem, we were for that, the 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 the, the, the schus that we have for it is for nes when we do things that went beyond the, what we would expect are the boundaries of self and brought out the spark of Hashem that transcends the self the Ben Hashem will transcend what seems to us as as iron boundaries steel boundaries of teva and will be zochot to nisim like v'yomahem v'zman azem Hashem afel <coughs> 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 <coughs>